Some may pass the test. God help the rest. Like a comet pulled from orbit as it passes the sun, we've been plucked from the airwaves to bestow upon your ears once more Scream 101 podcast. I'm Brennan Klein. And I'm Shannon Shalakian, and we have obviously turned into NPR. Yeah, it's a very tiresome week for both of us. Uh, This is Shannon's finals week. My final finals week. Ooh. So what better moment to watch final exam? I Uh, will argue any other time yeah Actually, okay never never is what i yeah will maybe argue. never um well we'll get to that we will um but it's shannon's finals week so we're a little loopy also uh this episode is late as you may have noticed so we apologize for that um no I, we don't listen here viewers okay i'm yeah, trying to this, survive this crap is free <laughs> yeah exactly so don't you be complaining to us okay all right <laughs> okay but um real quick i did post on the facebook and the twitter to say that pretty much throughout the month of may we're gonna have some delayed show times i can't always say when it's gonna be but i'm just gonna say be prepared um it's not always gonna be on friday throughout the month of may because we're very very busy yeah uh you know graduating and whatnot and i just have to like try to survive the world because i already graduated yeah you're an adult anyway let's uh try to bestow some normality into these proceedings with some 10 word reviews and i will provide all of them because as we mentioned Shannon has finals. Yeah, my 10-word review is Shannon is trying to survive. Yeah. 10-word review of your life. Yes. All right. Uh, the Boss. A perfectly generic comedy. At least there's no fat jokes. Green Room. A shallow but intense bloody thriller. And Captain America Civil War. A too-safe excursion into Marvel autoeroticism. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Okay, so on to our normally normal broadcast. Uh, we obviously watched final, final exam. We're gonna start with our discussion. Uh, as always, there will be there will be spoilers, and Brennan will start with the plot. All right. At Lanier College, the semester is almost over. Exam week is coming to a close when some upperclassmen play a prank by staging a phony terrorist attack. But the next excitement in the school won't be a prank. It's something a lot more final than an exam. (laughs) Students are falling prey to the knife-wielding maniac hell-bent on making sure that school is out forever. I can't. I can't even. Ugh. Okay, so let's just get through this. Scariness, (laughs) what did you rate it? Uh, one out of five. Okay, I rated it a zero out of five. Yeah, Shannon's... I... I watched this movie a year ago for a project I was doing for my blog about just watching college movies for my final year of college. I really liked it then. Uh, I don't know why. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I may be priming you to take it more negatively than if you were just enjoying it on your own. No. But, uh, uh, I mean, I am u- more used to like this style of like, nobody's even trying to act. Nothing's really happening. But, like, I don't know why I liked it so much. Yeah, no, this is, it was a hot mess. Just a hot, hot mess. And it wasn't scary. And I wasn't concerned the entire time. I was, frankly, very bored. Um, on to yeah, campiness. Yeah, you painted your nails and, like, kind of just tried to ignore it as much as yeah, possible. Yeah, I still watched the movie. Like, I still 
acknowledge the movie, but we're like, oh, hey, movie. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I wouldn't date it. Um, on to campiness. I'm gonna give it a two out of five. This for it being an '81, for it being an '80s movie, the haircuts were just unreal. They weren't even like typical '80s hair. It was just oh, the, like because it was '81, so it must have been filmed in '80, so it was still kind of like '70s shaggy, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It was really weird. Like the hair was like, it was like if if you took a like a salad bowl and you put it on someone's head and you cut like a salad bowl shape in people's hair it was really strange helmet hair yeah it was very bizarre and campiness is actually i think probably the biggest strength of this movie um because it's not scary it's not particularly good but um there is a a lot going on that's just kind of inexplicable like as you may have noticed there is a full-scale machine gun terrorist attack staged as a frat prank on this campus oh I, I mean, that was probably the only, <laughs> the only like redeeming part of this movie was no, the fact you, they you considered. Were like, you were like, I don't know, filing your nails or whatever. And you look up and you're like, it was, it was basically Shannon blinked and there was a terrorist on screen <laughs> shooting people down, just mowing them down. Well, that's because that's how it was in the movie. Oh like, yeah. It no, it, it is, a, it is an abrupt as a hell transition. Yeah. And they just kill people and then they, then they pick up bodies and put it in the van, like pick up bodies that they had killed. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, these people are more than terrorists. Like they're taking them back to like do something really creepy and crazy with. And like, you know, your mind goes places, even in North Carolina. Oh yeah. Especially in North Carolina. There's a Confederate flag in this movie, folks. Oh man. Um, Yeah. So that happened. And I was like, what? How is this related to the plot? Come to find out it really wasn't um, because it was just talking about how there is a fraternity and how their prank was to cause a terrorist attack, which well, would not fly now- nowadays. Oh, absolutely not. Um, like so many, okay, I'm not going to come, I'm not complaining about this, but so many things have been kind of ruined by the like spate of school shootings that have been happening. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of things that were mildly amusing in the eighties are now just really dark. Yes. Nothing gets me going like a good old fashioned school shooting, Brennan. No. Okay. Look, there's a song. There's a parody song by Julie Brown, not downtown Julie Brown. Uh, Julie Brown, who's actually in Bloody Birthday. Not important, but... Um, you know way too much. You I know, know a lot of things. Um, anyway, she has a song called The Homecoming... Oh, my God. She has a song called The Homecoming Queen's Got a Gun, and you need to check it out on, on YouTube. It's really, really funny, but in modern times, it's really sad. Anyway, um, this movie's super gay. <laughs> it is. It is super gay. Um, my, one of my favorite characters... His name is Wild Man, <laughs> and he is a wild man. He's like the like the football jock frat bro guy, but he's the the gayest gay to ever gay on the planet. Like he's constantly like groping all of his frat bros. Like at one point, I think he licks Gary's neck when they're like hazing him. Yeah, and he's like pulling at the pants of Radish and just like yeah. Uh. And even besides his like strange homoerotic romance with his friend Mark, um, there's also like a whole bunch of dudes taking their shirts off in this movie and Gary is pretty cute. Um, actually everyone's okay. Um, and the, it's just, it's weird. I guess I'm grasping at straws. That's like okay. it's, it's very, you have to with this movie. Anyway, I let's mean, p- I'm a professional grasper at straws cause I watch these like not for a living, but for free for all the time. Um, one more thing before campiness is over because this is all I got. There's a part where the coach tries to shoot the killer with an arrow 
and that he just straight up snatches it out of the air like he's like he's Keanu Reeves or something. <laughs> that was great. And uh and the arrow like the whole bow and arrow thing comes into play earlier where they have they have a full on stage discussion between him and the sheriff and the sheriff is like when you're going to give up your bow and arrow isn't that just for engines and whatever he says? I mean, he it, says it's the engines. south in the 80s yeah, they exactly. were racist. Um and his response was once I get like bad enough and old enough to have to use a scatter gun, he like says something like that, and then like the sheriff like huffs off and like runs off, and it's just See, I don't know that was no, really funny. That's just great screenwriting. <laughs> they really just set it up. Obviously, so. because you know, okay, you know what? Honestly, I wish that scene had been cut so the coach just pulls a bow and arrow out of his <laughs> trunk for no reason. That'd be so great. I mean, that would make more sense in this movie than actually trying to make sense. It really would. Yeah. All right, move on. Moving on to Gore, I'm gonna give it a one out of five because I think I think we only see like one kill. Yeah, there's like I. Th- like two or three kills that are sort of seen, but most of them are in the dark silhouettes of blades happening off screen. It's, it's not exciting. Why did I like this? I don't know. And major spoiler, it makes it like, like major spoiler, major spoiler. Um, I, s- yeah, I was saluting. You couldn't yeah. see that. That was a good, good visual gag, yep. everybody. Um, uh, so major spoiler, uh, it, they make it seem like, you know, who the killer is like Michael Myers style. Like he's just like in the bushes or he's like, you know, you can see part of him, but you can't see all of him. And he's, like, always driving around, and you can see his hands, but not who he is. He doesn't, like, you might as well show his face, because it doesn't matter. Like, he's not a character. There's no backstory. He's just a crazy person. Oh, yeah, he just he just waltzes onto campus and is like, I'm going to stab some people. That cool? All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, literally, he's the most pointless character in the entire movie. <laughs> and he's the main character. He's the main killer. Uh, and like the one thing I will say about this movie is that the characters are at least mildly interesting, at least to me. Like there are characters going on in this movie. They're not like particularly complex, but they do have traits. They do. They don't. Ha- they don't have any anything that makes sense to a plot. But they oh do. no! They're see no. Final exam is just about characters who are weirdly fleshed out for a slasher universe, just wandering around, and then they die in the third act. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah, I also give it a one out of five for gore, by okay. the way. It's it's just nothing. Yeah. Although at the end, in the requisite, uh, girl drops her weapon because she went to the Laurie Strode Survival Academy. Yes. And she walks past the killer and he grabs her ankle and she just like... Picks it up. Yeah, picks up his knife. And just starts stabbing the living, well, the dead, I guess. The living dead out of him? Yeah, stabs the living dead. And it was great. That was the only redeeming. That and the terrorist attack. Basically, which is sad. Like, look, if if the terrorist attack is the best part of your movie, we got we got to fix this movie. Problems. Pimp my movie. Yeah, (laughs) pimp my movie. Um, and then finally for quality, Brandon, what what? Yeah, I think I should start on this one. Um, I'm gonna give it three out of five on Lucky Stars. What? Because Brandon. No. Okay. Look, I'm trying to split the difference between now me and past me because past me would have given it four out of five, and I gotta talk to that guy. Yeah. I need to like send him a telegram into the past. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed watching it this like the first time I watched it, and this time it was not so good. But I do I like the characters. I think it tries to have good cinematography, and I appreciate that it's trying. Like there are some moments, like there's a moment where the camera is going down, um, like a conveyor belt where they put their trays into the cafeteria, and I think that shot is awesome. And there's a spectacularly well shot scene in a gym that uses really good use of like light and shadow and silhouette. Yeah, but like, beyond that, I mean, sure, those things are great, and we're gonna talk about some good parts about this movie. But like, 
in no way is it symbiotic to make it an actual film. Like, you're just picking random things that you did well that is just still an awful movie. Um, I, I, I just, I appreciate that it wants to do good for me. It's like a puppy. Like... It still pees everywhere. But you love it. Mm. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to give it a zero Ugh. out of five quality. Okay. There were parts that were a little interesting, but it was like a Geary Wrath of God awful. Oh, you didn't just say that. You're right. Okay, that's a little harsh. Okay, final that's, exam. That's, that's, pat, I'll pat you on the yeah, head. Yeah, that's You're, a little... You get a treat just for that. That's a little extreme to call it a Geary bad, but it definitely was not good and i would not watch it again i'm sorry so and it's okay hey i watched it so i mean yeah now i can say that i don't have to watch it again because i've seen it um anyway on to our favorite segment let's pick this up a little bit yeah um one thing that this movie really does well is the dialogue so they had a good screenwriter who knew how to write dialogue but didn't know and how to he write knew how to set up scenes you know right but didn't know how to write plot or like any part of substance um oh. but yeah okay. so speaking mm. of what was your favorite champion dialogue okay my champion dialogue is Oh, the opening scene of this movie is okay. Tell, stop me if you've heard this before. We pan through the forest on makeout point. A young man and woman are making out in a car. The girl doesn't want to have sex, but he does. But then uh, she hears a noise and she gets scared. And he's like, "Oh, it's probably just nothing." Let's pr- let's proceed to bone. Yeah, and then he gets killed, and then she gets killed. If yeah. I if I had a dime, <laughs> yeah. Look, we should, instead of getting into the podcast business, we should have gotten into the, uh, like, that scene tax collection business because we'd be so rich. Yeah, or we should just open up a makeout point ourselves and, like, charge admission. Uh-huh. So and also, like, take out really big life insurance policies on everybody who goes there. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Anyway. Wait, are, are makeout points, like, small businesses? It's like, I, w- I only go to the mom and pop makeout points, not your, not big makeout point, like <laughs> those Mickey Mouse and McDonald's makeout points yeah. that you see cropping up all over the place. No, you don't go there. You go to Mother's Beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally mom and pop. Gross. Uh, I know. Okay. Anyway, sorry. In this scene, uh, the girl says she doesn't want to have sex and he's like, but why, baby? And she's like, maybe I don't need a reason. Maybe I want to look at the ducks Which is like, way pond. to go. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And then, but she folds anyway, so. Oh, she's. Look, you got to get it in before you die. Um, she says, maybe I want to look at the ducks on the pond, and this is his response to that. Ducks don't swim at night. Their headlights short circuit in the water. And I think that's the most beautifully, exquisitely unintelligible thing I've ever heard <laughs> in a movie. Especially when you're just trying to bone, you'll say anything. That's true. He literally, he would, because he said he loved her. That was something else, yeah. She was like, do you love me? Tell me you love me. And he's like, all right, sure, fine. Yeah, like, fine, of course I'll whatever. Proceeds to pull her into the back seat. Uh, so my champion dialogue is from a character named Radish. Um, Radish, this is y- Your champion dialogue should be his name. I know, right? Um, and it's not, like, it's not uncommon in this movie for people to have nicknames, but he's not in the fraternity, so he doesn't have a fraternity nickname. Um, and they never explain why his name is Radish. I'm That's hoping just it's his just name. his first name, yeah. Maybe he, when he was born... He was very, very red, and they had to pull him out of the ground because his mom was, uh, uh, I don't know, like a who, like a like a David Blaine type guy. She's trying to mind freak someone, but she was like, "Oh no, I'm going into labor. Gotta dig out of the ground, but not not fast enough." 
we were quality doing, we jack were, we were doing so well quality i was jokes. gonna i was gonna just have to not edit this entire thing and then you ruined it i'm so sorry no you're not you're we were quite proud of yourself <laughs> i can see the, the smile on your face oh this is i'm just hallucinating don't worry obviously so anyway so radish is his name and being brilliant <laughs> is his sorry. game radish oh, okay you made a game joke i was definitely gonna do that <laughs> we we are we are so in sync tonight folks um oh wait oh wait, okay we we have, to, we have to talk about this part unrelated to my champion dialogue there was a time when um this girl is like she's trying to seduce her professor and she's she like gets undressed and like puts like a like a silky thing over her and she's like pay me like one of your french girls right and so the killer walks in and she is not looking in his direction but she thinks that it's a professor so she's like is this what you imagined this masterpiece which is like hella full of herself whatever um but he just like starts stabbing her and her blood starts splurting over these canvases and brandon and i both look at each other and go it's a pollock yeah <laughs> anyway my champion dialogue sorry art jokes, art jokes art jokes um so radish is known as the brilliant guy he kind of like he is responsible for the football team like equipment i don't know why but that's just no, like he's, because this movie i think was probably written for high school but then they were like oh wait people don't live on campus at high school we gotta make it college because it's got all the high school tra- well i guess it's got a fret thing but like all the characters feel very high school because he's, yeah. he's the nerd who's also the sports team manager like that's such a high school yeah. character he's like ducky yeah, I've, but I also feel like college in the 80s was more like a extension of high school, you know? I don't. Okay, well, never mind. I don't understand, but okay. I'll accept it. Um, I'll allow it. Anyway, so Ducky is always just saying really great things, being really supportive to all his girlfriends because he's probably very gay, but is very also nice as well. I'm not saying that those things are not mutually exclusive. Okay, so um, one, one of the girls says, oh, life's not fair, and he says this no at least it's not fair to everybody and that's i just i just like it because i feel like i could use that in real life that is pretty clever like it's the most profound line of dialogue in this movie yeah it's like the only thing fair about the world is that it's unfair that's beautiful so deep shakespeare could have written about that yeah <laughs> anyway who's your favorite character shannon my favorite character is radish he's right. wonderful and we just talked about him, so I don't I don't feel much need to go further. What what you what would you add about radish? Uh, he has a sharp, crisp taste. Um, he he's a perennial. He takes about three weeks to grow from, from it, with light watering. He uh, he what? also um, despite that awful root vegetable joke that you just made. It is um, great, and I'm workshopping it. It's still happening. Obviously, so um, he also just is really funny and really nice and he has these great corduroys that when he walks it makes <laughs> that like <laughs> yeah it makes that sound and i'm just like oh my god and he starts running and it makes it faster it was great yeah um i knew a guy like him i knew a guy who wore pants like him <laughs> you got you, you they went all the way up yep wow um and then he always talks about how uh people are psychos and like how murder like psych- psychotic murders are more more common than you'd think which everyone <laughs> everyone is like you know psychotic radish. murders in my college mm. campus more no. common than you think i know literally uh and and then they ha- he has a whole arc about like um what's that f- st- that um fairy tale about like crying wolf boy who cried wolf boy who cried wolf 
So he you, calls, you got halfway there. Okay, cool. He calls the sheriff and is like, Sheriff, there's been a terrorist attack. And the sheriff shows up and obviously like there's no evidence because it was a frat prank. And um, the sheriff is like all huffy and being like, well, mur, 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 I'm going to send you to jail for calling me, even though you actually legitimately believe that people were being killed. Yeah, the sheriff's an idiot. Yeah, and then so people actually were killed, and he calls the sheriff, and the sheriff's like, I'm not coming in down. You're lying to me again. And he's like, no, sheriff. People died. And he's like, mur, mur, mur. and meanwhile, he he's killed. So Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, that was my favorite character. Who's yours? Uh, my favorite character is Janet, who's played by Shara Willis-Birch, who was the final girl in Killer Party. Damn it, Janet. Um, it's the only other role she's ever had, and wait, she's just wait, wait, go back. Killer party. Yeah, she mm. was a final girl. I uh, I mean, sorta, because her friend became like a demon, and she's well, she's the only one left alive and not. Possessed. Oh, that's right, Janet, not Courtney. Oh my God, names. I'm so sorry. Keep going. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna get to the final girl, but I would never talk about her ever. <laughs> Because she is boring as crap. Except for double tapping. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Oh no. She, the last 10 seconds of her span on film is okay. interesting. You cannot, not worth it. You cannot go off on a rage. I've been raging about this entire movie, and you've been defending it and giving it a three out of five. Look, I would not defend freaking Courtney. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Janet's pretty cool. She just she's, she's one of those girls who's just constantly falling in love with people, and I just think she's really sweet and like naive, and I like her. She's a gem, and she plays... My, one of my favorite characters from Killer Party, and Vivia, which is such a great name. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like our our TV's name, like a Vizio and a Vivia. And anyway, okay, um, and you were making fun of my radish joke. What? You're talking about TV brands. Okay, favorite scene. <laughs> What's your favorite scene? Uh, at least at least my jokes are brand name. Okay, at least they're high quality. Uh, you're selling out. They're not even paying us for this. <laughs> Um, so my favorite scene was just the scene of wild man walking across a basketball court. There was nothing interesting about the scene except for the fact that it was gorgeous. Like, uh, that's pretty interesting. The lighting was amazing because he was the only thing highlighted and usually basketball courts have glossy floors so lighting would be impossible but it was beautiful. Yeah, I I don't know what happened. Like maybe they only hired the crew for that day and then the rest of the day they just like had to use yeah, like that stick scene, puppets. That scene and the scene where the camera goes down the conveyor, conveyor belt. Like uh-huh. that's it. But I mean that's an easy scene to shoot. You would, Yeah. Put it on a conveyor belt. Yeah. Go. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that scene's gorgeous and I totally agree. Yeah. And yourself? Um, my favorite scene is a terrorist attack just because it's so inexplicable. <laughs> we don't need to go into it anymore. That was good. But it's probably... It's the scene that dragged me into the film because I was like, hold up. What's happening? Like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. All right. So we're moving on on. Yes, we are. Um, we're moving on to the Splatterdome. Splatter. And now a moment of silence for those who have departed us. Claire's boyfriend is hacked to death. Claire is killed off screen. Gary is stabbed to death. Janet is killed off screen. Wild Man is strangled to death with a weight machine cord. Mark is stabbed in the chest. Radish has his head smashed through a door. Mitch is killed off screen. God damn it. Lisa is stabbed to death. Coach is stabbed in the chest with his own arrow that the killer plucked out of the sky like a magical bird. <laughs> the killer is stabbed to death. Yeah, he is stabbed like all the way to death. Which good for you courtney also only redeeming part of her character exactly okay so what was your best kill uh my best kill was wild man which i'm fairly certain is also yours yep 
He gets strangled to death with the cord of one of those weight machines where you like have to lift him up. And mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's the only death that really has any substance that you get yeah. to see. But it's also a really cool death. So I like it. Yeah. And it was like a long scene of them like chasing each other. And Wildman was kind of an asshole the entire time. So it was nice to like. Just watch him perish. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to become killers. And then they're going to be like, see? No. No, never. No. Um, and then who would you resurrect? Uh, I would resurrect Radish just because he was a really nice guy. Like, I'd, I don't want to be friends with him because he likes horror movies. He's a little too into killers. And I then. don't. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm a, okay, I shouldn't be this way because this is really hypocritical, but I'm a little frightened of people who are obsessed with like non-fictional killers because like I love Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, but they're not real. Yeah. Like it's fun to watch them do stuff. Yeah. But like people who are like, I love Jeffrey Dahmer and I'm like, what are you? That's, a, that's a real crazy person. Yeah, like, like you can't sit with us. Like he murdered real people. Yeah. Like those are real victims. It's just, it freaks me out. Yeah. Oh man, sorry, sub thing. But um, a friend, my friend came over to, to and asked like, hey, can I sit with you? And I was like, no, you're wearing sweatpants and it's Wednesday. You're supposed to be wearing pink. Uh-oh. And, and he had to walk away. He was really confused. And then other people at the table got it and thought Wait. it was funny. Where where were you that you were in like a cafeteria like setting? It was the break room at my work. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, so um that's so funny cuz I would also resurrect Radish. Okay, good. He's also wonderful yeah, and he's I'm great. sad. Also there's this really cute scene where he like shows up in Courtney's room, talks about how psycho killers are real, which is like not cute, but then he's like, "Lock your door, please. It would make me feel better." And she was like, "Okay." And then he goes to they have two doors to enter their room. I don't know why. No, every Room in this movie has two doors. That's she true. locks him in a walk-in freezer, and he pops out the other door. That's not how that works. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, he goes to the other door and knocks, and she opens, and then he's just like, you know, you're prettier than Lisa. It's true. Which, I mean, you shouldn't compliment a woman by putting down another woman. That's true. I learned that from Tumblr. Good. I'm glad. Um, But also, uh, then he's like, so please lock this door. And she's like, okay. And it was like the cutest. Uh, it, like, it, it was a cute scene. It was really cute. And it was like almost as if they were going to like get together if he, w- if he didn't seem like incredibly not interested in women. So, yeah. That was cute. And scene. and then her like weirdly lush romantic theme on the score starts playing. It was like. Yeah. The score is so weird. It's like half Judge Judy theme song and half John Carpenter knockoff and half like Barbara Streisand karaoke. It was really weird. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure that combination of things Brendan definitely has on his on his iTunes. Oh yeah, that's basically my entire, entire iPod life. shuffle. Uh, who would you murder? I would murder Courtney. <laughs> I hate Courtney. <laughs> She's the final girl only because she was lucky enough to survive the killer's rampage because she's super boring and she's studying the entire movie. There's literally like people are out doing cool things and getting like tied to trees with frat pranks and covered in whipped cream and stealing drugs and having sex with professors. And then it cuts to her and she's playing solitaire on her bed. She's not interesting. Heaven forbid she be a good student, Brennan. Uh, she's procrastinating. I don't think that's the mark of a good student, Shannon. Neither do I think stealing drugs is or uh, committing they fake terrorist focus attacks. More. Oh my god. Anyway, who okay. would you kill? I would murder Mr. Mustache Professor 
Uh-huh. He's one of those guys they literally was like, hey, show up for a day. We'll shoot all your scenes at once. And then you, we never have to see you again. Because he literally was just there to hit on just Lisa. W- one student, Lisa. Um, and then disappear and he never showed came back and so i think he's gross because one he's a chemistry teacher who gives good grades to uh students he has chemistry with and it's just (laughs) it's just gross okay that was a good joke thank you you're welcome thank you uh okay so on to the games what do you have in store for me i am trying some stuff out okay um i I was trying to have games that are like final exam themed because these are your final exams and this is final exam um, so I thought of two games that are based on like different subjects you might find in a final exam. Okay. So our first one is geography. I'm going to tell you where someone died and you have to tell me who died there. Okay. Okay. Number one in the quad. Uh, Gary. Yes. That was Kay. Gary after he got tied to the tree. Yes. The quadrangle. Yes. Uh, okay. There are two possible answers to this. If you give me two, you get two points. The okay. gym. Oh, okay. So um, you have Wild Man. Uh-huh. And you also have uh, Brown Hair Corvette. Yeah. His name is Mark, head. and he has a very tiny head. Yes, he's very strange. Uh, okay. Yay. The Dorm. Uh, radish. Mm-hmm. And the Recital Hall. Uh, above... Above the recital hall is the art studio, which is Lisa. Yeah, that's what I can. Awesome. Well, you got all. You got five out of five. Yeah. At Bar Trivia, I never get geography right, so I'm glad that this worked. I'm glad I could like help you live up to that. Thank you. This one's gonna be a lot harder. This next game. Good. This next game is math. (laughs) Um. So there are. I'm gonna give you questions related to numbers that are in this movie. Okay. The first one's the hardest. What is uh oh shoot what the hell's her name i forgot about her already courtney what is courtney's dorm number 336 it's actually 303 oh like the band that was, was close are they still a band are they still around i, I feel like know. they were around for one year when i was in high school they were pretty old already right or was that a different who did party rock that's lmfao oh whatever 303 was like uh my first kiss went a little like this and twist. No? That's I'm getting the that's blankest a hopscotch. Look. What? It sounds like a hopscotch thing. Okay, like, kind of. That's kind of like their thing. My first kiss went like this. Count and, two, three. One, they, two, three. They had the song where it's like, uh, she the, wants to touch me well. She yeah, wants to the do the hell in color, right? Yeah, that was really offensive. It was, but it was so catchy. Oh, it made me so mad. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyway. Did you have a lot of blind anger? Oh, God. Why would you make a <laughs> Helen Keller joke? Sorry. You retroactively <laughs> destroyed your awesome chemistry joke. Uh, oh, okay. my God. Uh, anyway, uh, Gary the Pledge has to uh, steal a test from a professor's office. Until what time does he have to steal that test? Nine o'clock. Yeah, 9 p.m. Good okay, job. Cool. Um, okay. Wild Man wears a football jersey with his name on it. What is the number on that jersey? 12. No, 75. Okay. Okay. And Mark needs a specific grade to pass on his chemistry 82. final. 82. Yeah. yeah. Could you relate to that? And you're like, <laughs> oh, come on. Just got to do it. Not not this year. All this right. year, it's just up. It's, you know, it's in it's in the God's hands right now. Basically. So. 
Okay, well, seven out of nine. That's pretty good for you. Yeah, and seven of nine is a great character from Star Trek. Really? Yeah. There are, like, fraction characters? Is this, like, the Phantom Tollbooth? She was part of the Borg, and she was hella gay for Janeway. She was part of the Borg, Borg, Borg. <laughs> Borg, 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 Borg. You put the Tiki in the Captain Kirk. <laughs> what is happening to us? It's, it's the Swedish chef. He says bork bork bork. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let let's let's end this podcast. Let's just finish it. Please. Okay. Um our recommendations. Shannon, what would you recommend for people who agreed with you about this film? Killer Party, because Killer Party is amazing. And um the character Janet's character well Janet's the actress who played Janet Sherry Willis Birch. Yes. Her. Uh she plays Vivia, who is one of my favorite characters in Killer Party, and we did a podcast about it. So mm. you can watch Killer Party and then listen to our podcast and agree with us. That's true. So And Final Exam is actually the movie I recommended in what? that podcast. Oh, oh okay. I was it, like, No, in that in I the thought, Killer Party you, podcast. I thought you were gonna recommend Final oh my, Exam no. right now. Okay, first of all, that's cheating. Second of all, I retract that previous recommendation because okay. I liked it a lot less this time. Okay, good. <laughs> um, my current recommendation is actually still a crappy slasher movie that's, that's probably no better, but it's equally homoerotic, and that's important. It's Girls' Night Out. It's about a sorority scavenger hunt that's being mowed down by a killer in a like a dancing bear costume. Of course. And he's got claws for fingers like Freddy Krueger. And it stars Lauren Marie Taylor from Friday the 13th Part 2. Hal Holbrook is in it. He's one of those people who's literally on set for a day. And you can tell he's not in any scenes with anyone. Because he's like standing there. And he's all alone in the frame. And they cut to other people. (laughs) Like he was not anywhere near this production. But his son was in it. So he appeared for a day. Um, Anyway. Super homoerotic. All the dudes take their shirts off. It's real fun. Um and now for the clue. Uh, last week, I talked about how our next week is going to be the beginning of our summer camp series because Shannon's going to be graduating. So what better place to visit than summer camp? Uh, we're going to be watching Friday the 13th Part 3, which is technically not a summer camp movie, but I didn't care about that because it's Friday the 13th and we got to celebrate. Yay. Um, and here is the clue for our episode two weeks from now. Our next summer camp flick actually puts kids in the crosshairs it's okay though because they ain't no angels well maybe one of them is sort of if you have a guess for that clue uh, or if you want to just like talk to us hang out you can tweet at us at scream 101 pod you can find us on facebook at scream 101 podcast email us at scream 101 podcast at gmail.com find us on itunes subscribe rate and review us please review us like I want to hear from you guys and what you hear about this show because otherwise I'm going to assume that nobody cares, That's good. which might very well be true. Yes, but we make awesome jokes anyway. So We do awesome Heller, Hel- Helen Keller jokes, Shannon. Good job. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. You could feel free to give us one star for Helen Keller jokes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, yeah, please let us know. We like to know who's listening. It doesn't have to be an iTunes review, but that definitely helps. Um and Stop groveling, Brennan. Whatever. Um, we'll be playing you out with, if I can get it, because I'm trying really hard to find it, the weird Ren Fair song that Radish is listening to when <laughs> oh Courtney God, walks yes. into his room. Oh, it's so weird. I'm uh, not sure it's a real song because I can't find it anywhere. I don't think it is. I think you just have to record it straight from the movie. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be like 10 seconds of this awesome song. Enjoy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs>